Welcome to the Westland Free Methodist Church podcast, where we're uniting with Jesus to restore lives to joy-filled wholeness. If this is your first time to join us or your 10th time, we're glad to have you. If you believe in Jesus or you don't, we're excited you're joining us. If you're living in the joy-filled wholeness or you're not, this is the place for you. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast today. Glad you could be with us. We have a guest with us, Alan Clark. Uh, Sometimes I have to ask people, how do you say your last name? But yours is a pretty easy one to say. So we're glad to have you with us today. If it's your first time joining us, um, I'll remind you just kind of something we typically do. We usually have uh, at least three of four different segments. We have a tools for transformation time at some point in our conversation where we share tools that help us grow in the Lord in some way, shape, or form. And maybe that's a tool to help you share the gospel. We've done those on here as well. Uh, We have a mobilize for the mission time, usually, where we talk about how we're being mobilized, either individually, me, you, some other guest, or possibly just a way that the church is mobilizing people. Um, A third thing we often do is also just have a testimony type time of, hey, how's Jesus been working in your life? Sometimes that's me, sometimes that's our guest, etc. And then finally, we, we at times will have a weekly word segment where we'll just get into a scripture passage together and kind of share a little bit. So we're going to go through some of those. We'll see if we get to all four, but we only do two or three. It's not the end of the world. We want to honor your time and just honor Jesus. So if you'll allow me to, Alan, I'd love okay. to pray for us, and then we'll just continue on. Jesus, thank you for the opportunity to just fellowship together uh, through your Holy Spirit. We ask if there's anyone listening that they would be open to the fullness of your joy that comes through your spirit. Um, We pray that your life would just exude out of the cell phones, computers, uh, car radios, where this is going to be going and people are listening. We just invite you to move in us and have your way, whatever that looks like. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we'll start with a simple question just because this helps people get to know you and I want to know, I'm personally interested in this. Okay. So how has Jesus been working on you in the last three to six months or whatever? Sure. Um, but what, what's he been doing in your heart and life? I would say, uh, well, quite a number of things, but uh, one thing we've been looking at is um, we did a while back when we, when we did the stones and I put on uh, let go, let him, and let go of myself more, and let him show what he wants to do for me and in my life and in the people around me. Uh, I've always been pretty much uh, a getter uh, going after it, sometimes a little bit ahead of him, but uh, generally uh, uh, it's, it's wonderful to get his confirmation of what you're doing in, in your life. Uh, obviously, uh, he spent a lot of time with me uh, in recent years, um, being able to take care of my wife, who's been pretty much disabled for about 10 years now, um, doing the things that I can do to make her life better, and um, and uh, spending time with her that way. But also at the same time, uh, um, doing other things in ministry, um, trying to expand um, the growth, stepping out of my comfort zones, and that can be difficult at times. Um, try to be more uh, people orientated, um, working with larger, or particularly probably smaller groups, maybe more one-on-one in recent 
um, for that strong connection there. And that was one thing that I uh, was really looking forward to when we started meeting. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I've spent spent a lot of time in the last 30 years doing um, major ministry work like uh, facilities directors and, and being on boards and things like that. I've uh, been on the boards for about uh, 20, 20 years. So you've you've been plenty bored then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They they've kept me pretty good uh, at uh, all three uh, churches I've been at. But um, it's it's good to kind of step back now and be maybe a little bit more laser focused in uh, these years for me and see what's really important and looking how I can be more beneficial. We've done things like uh, work in the school program uh, with lunches and. Uh, those types of things but god i think he really wants to be more intimate at this time and for me to be more willing to let go and to uh, embrace the deeper life and that's that's what i've attempted to do and, and allowing him to do more importantly so there's a story that um a mentor type friend of aaron's shared years ago and it fits with what I think you're explaining what you've been experiencing with Jesus recently. She said one time she was in the laundry room. She was doing laundry and she was just like, Jesus, I want to be doing more for you. You know, mm -hmm. this is like, I'm just doing laundry and I feel like there's so much more for your kingdom that I could be doing. Mm -hmm. And she just audibly felt the Lord speak to her and say, you know, I have a lot of workers for me. I don't have a lot of lovers of me. Mm -hmm. It was a very profound realization for her in that moment that the Lord was speaking to her saying, I don't want people who are just working for me. I got plenty of those people who want to do stuff. Mm -hmm. and But I want lovers of me. And if you just spend time loving me and me loving you, that intimacy is the word you use, like more intimate and personal. Right. If you, you spend more of that, there will be work that comes out of that for some people, but it won't be out of obligation or even out of necessity. The church needs this as an organization or people need it. It'll be flow from a place of love. And it's not that workers, even the last 20 years on boards, it's not that you did not you did those uh, because you didn't love God. No, I know you've loved God, right? Mm -hmm. But there's yes. a difference in loving something, someone, and being a lover of them. Right. That, that very nuanced... Thing. And so it's neat to hear that one of the ways Jesus has been working on you is that more intimate, laser focus, more intentionality with him. Um, and I, you mentioned the Remembrance Stones thing from four or five months ago. And that's, uh, well, that wasn't even that long ago. That was in August. This is just November. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, but, uh, you know, when that happened, I remember you sharing with me and you were talking about like the Lord wanting you to die to self more and be more focused on him. Right. And uh, so it's neat to see your willingness because some people that's uncomfortable for them because that means giving up some of what you're used to or your comfort right. zone. You use that language. So uh, I'm excited about what Jesus is doing in you and, and, and others and I encourage you, if you're hearing some of Alan's story, um, for you as well, he cares more about your heart than what you're doing for him. Um, so if you're in a place, 
you're doing a lot of stuff, but your heart's not in a good space, um, especially if you're at our church, you have permission from a pastor. Are you listening? <laughs> step away and take time with Jesus. Don't step away from the church community. <laughs> no. Step away maybe from your role to intentionally give more space to have intimate, personal uh, depth with the Lord versus breadth of being stretched, doing a lot of different things. So. Sure. I've, I've really sensed uh, uh, over the years there's been different times because uh, I've gone through a number of pastors um, for different reasons, and uh, so I've I've tried to take on a lot of things, and uh, I've I've had God come to me and, and say that you know it's like you're you're very busy, and you're really too much too busy, and you need to spend more time with me, and uh, it's easy to do that because when you want to be involved in so many different aspects, and uh, I've had my hand on just about everything at one time, um, but uh, it's a sobering thing when, when God comes to you and says, you know, you're just too busy. You need to open up, be vulnerable, and I can show you some new things, which can be scary. I mean, it's like I said, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. Um, the times that when you stretch in you and, you and you think, well, I can't do that. I did that when I first went to the first church, and I had people uh, on a Sunday night, they were, or Sunday morning rather, they had uh, adult Sunday school, and the pastor, um, he asked me to teach that class, and well, they had a lot of people that had been in, in the Word and been a Christian for 40, 50, 60 years, and uh, one family was Trumps, and we had a thing at Sunday nights that they have stumped the Trumps, because uh, trying to find out you know, what people knew in scripture, and they always knew the answer, so they stepped back and let people, and if they didn't, then they would help, but uh, the pastor wanted me to teach that class, and they were one of one of the couples in there, and some other people that have been, and I felt really overwhelmed. It's like, uh, what can I offer? But it's not that, it's everything that you can do for God, he'll enable you. You just have to step out, you know, and say the first word, and then and keep moving. And I found that I really enjoyed it, and hmm. I did that for for a while. And uh, I learned a lot because as your teacher, and I had the opportunity to be in uh, children's, basically a children's pastor because I was in charge of VBS Wednesday night program at Sunday school, and I was ongoing all the time and and preparing things and then being part of classes and groups. Uh, you do learn a lot more as a teacher yeah. or instructor because you have to sit down and really think about what you're doing. And uh, I always enjoyed that. But it's nice to be able to sit back. And I think that's I think that's yeah. what I need to do now is maybe be more of uh, in the background where I can be more of help to individuals more one-on-one. -on -one. And then uh, not so much as a group in, in a big setting, more personalized, yeah. especially with him, with God. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things I heard you just talking about was your vast experience. You mentioned it a couple different times in church world and in ministries with children's, adults, Sunday school, VBS is everything. Um, but with all of that experience, uh, you have a wealth of knowledge that you can also share with others. Hey, here's some here's things I did well. Here's some things I didn't do so hot or some places that I need area. So a question I'd ask in regards to all of that and into this season, what are one or two tools that have helped you in your walk with Jesus 
um, to stay strong in your walk with Jesus uh, or to tools to help you share the gospel with people who maybe are new to the, the Christian faith or, you know, mm-hmm. or it may be a tool to help you learn to listen to the Lord more. I don't, I don't know what, but you've got years of experience with this. So I'm just curious, what are one or two tools uh, in your walk with Jesus that you would love to share that I guarantee there's going to be some of our listeners who will be like, Oh man, I want to try that. Or I want, Hey, I never thought of that before. Mm-hmm. So, well, we've, we've talked about before, uh, the idea of looking at scripture, um, we'll say, if you want to look at a, a whole chapter, read the whole chapter through and then read it again and start looking at it more minutely into the small sentences and things. And, um, and then, you know, in the third, you know, getting into more questioning of certain words, why are there there at that time and what their significance is and research that. And um, we, we spend a lot of time looking at scripture and, and I've gone through the Bible several times reading it through. But, I mean, that's okay and, and it's fine. I mean, people are in regiment for doing that. But it's nice to be able to go through it and really look and, and see and visualize the time of that scripture. And we, we, we look at everything from, and we've talked about this in different classes, well, there's um, Job and different things, where you're looking at it and you have to realize the time that it was wrote and the circumstances like from new test you know, the, the beginning of the world till now i mean they looked at things a lot differently than we do now and we we, we gauge a lot of times what people have done in scripture and say uh, you know we kind of question it but when you when you find out what was happening at the time you can see the justification or maybe not but it's, it's nice to really get more of a, uh, a context. And we spend a lot of time talking about context as a church. Um, what's in there and really get a hold of it. And so hopefully it will affect your life. Because if you can read, you know, a lot of times uh, the little things for uh, devotionals and things like that, you really, I mean, you get a sense of it. But if you really want to go into the deeper life, and I realize that as, as when you're younger, you have, left, you have less, less time. I mean, if you've got children and things to do, you know. But as, as you get older, you, you can see yourself having more time. You know, I, I agree with you. Culturally, most people, when they're younger, don't have time, if mm-hmm. you will. But you know what I know to be true? And I hope that listeners would receive this from a healthy, holy place. We make time for the things that matter. Sure. Everyone does. It doesn't matter what age you are. You can talk to people who are junior high and high school, and if they really love a TV show, mm-hmm. they will make time to DVR it and watch it. Or I don't DVR is not even, well, it's still a thing somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, but they'll, make, they'll make time, set it aside once or twice a month to binge watch a TV show. Mm-hmm. Or if you're into guitar, you'll make time to practice guitar if you love guitar. Or if you're into news, whatever it is, no matter the age, mm-hmm. if you really care about something, you make time for it. Sure. And we wouldn't call that studying, but that's what we do. Mm-hmm. If someone is really into politics, they spend time around politics, whether it's sure. looking on the internet, whether it's look, listening to the news, if someone's in. And so I'm a firm believer across the realm. I've, I've done youth, college, young adult, and pastoral ministry with all ages. And even like my daughter, she knows a lot about Barbie stuff right now mm-hmm. <laughs> as an eight-year-old. Oh, sure. uh, and she spends time with them. Mm-hmm. 
even though she's got school and other things going on, right? Right. And so no matter no matter no matter how many kids you have, I got some friends uh, in Texas. Shout out to John, Mark, and Hillary if you're listening, that have a bunch of kids, <laughs> and they have their own nonprofit that they run, uh-huh. and they still find time for Jesus because it's important to them. Right. Because Jesus is important to them. So I agree with you. Most of the people listening, probably especially if they're in the younger generation. Well, I don't necessarily have time. And I would push back to you and say, well, maybe you need to ask yourself, do I really care about my relationship with Jesus? Because if I do, I'll make it priority. I'll, I'll sleep 15 sure. minutes less to spend time with Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, if that matters. Or to get you. up earlier. Or, or whatever those situations uh, would be. I, I will not watch TV as much to spend time with Jesus because he matters to me. And if, if you're like, well, I still need my TV time and stuff, then that's just something self-reflection. You need to say, okay, how's my walk with Jesus? Am I actually wanting that relationship mm-hmm. or am I just deceiving myself? Sure. So that was like a, I don't know, three-minute tangent, but I felt like I was supposed to say that. Sure. And, well, I've, I've, like, heard, I've heard that a lot in my life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I do believe in it. If, if um, what's really important to you, what you really love, um, that's where you go for I mean, we, we as a people uh, come off the excuses too much. We all, we don't have time for this or that. And then you have to get to the time where you examine your life and say, well, okay, I need, maybe I need to cut this out. And it's true, like with your family, like if your wife, you have a wife and children, that you find time to have a special, like a date night with your wife mm-hmm. and time with the children and time with God and equally as important, time with yourself. Yeah. And if you can do those things, and we're really manipulated because of all of the uh, things that we have out there. And it's times you just got to say, you know, enough and, and move on. And I'm guilty of that a lot of times. Well, I get, can you get kind of moved into it? Yeah. But it's important to do those things and make the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like they always say, you know, if, if you love your job, you know, it's not going to seem like a job. Right. These things in life, I mean, what, the things that you love should be easy. Mm-hmm. God is easy. He's not wanting you to have all this book of things all day, all night, and, and have a, a checkoff list of 150 things. And yeah. Sometimes you just have to say, well, I can't get it all today. That's okay. Tomorrow's another day. And one of the, I think the reason I like the tool that you shared, uh, particularly saying, hey, let's take a chapter of Scripture, for example, and we read through that whole chapter and then go back and read through it verse by verse or paragraph by paragraph. You could spend a month in the same chapter and not have, not feel like, oh, I've got to read this many chapters this month or this many verses this month. You could just sit somewhere and really dig in. Yeah. And that is a great tool. And truthfully, you're going to probably get more out of that as a general rule than if you read a one-verse devotion with a short paragraph every day because more than likely, this is not for all people, but I am just, so this may be an oversimplification. Sure. But I know with you and Robin, for example, if you're spending time together in the same room, but you never talked mm-hmm. and you don't interact for days on end, but you're in the room, well, that's a quantity of time, but the quality of that is minimal. True. But if you're in the same room, even for half the amount of time, but for half of the time you're together, you're actually talking or asking each other questions. And it doesn't even have to be deep conversation, but actually the quality changes. 
And so that's where the tool that you suggest is, hey, let's not just read it to where two weeks or two days later I forget what I read, mm -hmm. but to study it and say, you know what, I'm not going to be as concerned with getting the amount of Scripture in, but instead, I'm going to pick, say, one chapter, and over the next month, I'm going to know that chapter by the end of the month because I've read through it all at one sitting. Then I've gone back and done it verse by verse, just studied it and asked questions about the words that are in it, and mm -hmm. then ask other people who've read it, and then read, read devotionals on things in that that I've been... At the end of that month, you're going to know that chapter, and it's not sure. it's the quality of it versus the quantity. So I love the that particular tool, and I think that would be helpful for ton of people but the root of many people because I can already see I can already hear people listening going I don't have time for that and uh, that's where I would say it, it's not doesn't take 15 20 minutes a day and if you actually say do I am I willing to give that to Jesus and if you're not he so I just don't have time start asking why not what's mm -hmm. going on sure. am I am I do I spend 15 extra 20 extra minutes on my phone each day 15, 20 minutes watching a TV show, uh, 15, 20 minutes just decompressing and playing video games, or or on social media, you just delimit one of those things. You're 15 to 20 minutes spending time in the Word with the quality, not just trying to read a certain amount of verses, mm -hmm. will drastically change your walk with Jesus if you're consistent with it. Not as an obligation, but as a gift. Sure. Well, I've heard a lot of people in my lifetime uh, where they've... Uh, <clears throat> They've gotten up earlier. You know, if they normally get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, they may get up at 5.35. It's, it's not really so much the idea that, you know, I know people will have a block of time. They'll say, okay, I'll read for 20 minutes or 25 minutes. Uh, I think you, you kind of get off to the side a little bit. If you just go into it, and some of that is true, but you also have to have time for the Spirit to be able to speak to you. Mm -hmm. And it's like when we pray, I mean, we spend a lot of time in prayer, but probably 99.9 time uh, percentage of the time we're doing all the talking and yep. you, you sometimes in prayer whether it's a group setting or just individual you just need to stop for a few minutes and just be quiet and let God talk to you mm -hmm. it's like he says I can't get in a word edgewise with you yeah you know it's like uh, you do all the talking then you say okay amen and then you're down the road you know and you didn't get a chance to even listen to him which actually is an important point that I've said before on the podcast, but I want to articulate with the tool you shared. If you don't invite the Holy Spirit into your study, right. Satan knows Scripture. <laughs> for, for a and, and I know atheists and agnostics and others who know this. Inviting the Spirit to speak to you through the text yep. is where you're really going to have that relationship and that quality versus quantity changes. And you know what? Jesus... I've encouraged people set a timer off to the side so you're not looking at your clock for right. oh man I got to start getting ready at 6:30 and it's six o'clock. Set a timer, set your phone aside, and Jesus can multiply that time. If he's he's the one in the Old Testament who literally held the sun in the star in the sky for a little longer, right? <laughs> you remember that story. Sure. Mm -hmm. So if he can do that, you may feel like you spend an hour there and it's only 10 minutes yeah. if you invite the Spirit into that moment and, and you really just spend time with Him in the Word. And, sure. And some of the, well, well, the one, one thing too with that is um, you, there's very real, you get maybe one golden nugget out of it all. And, and that golden nugget is what you need for that day. Something may be going to happen that you can fall back on and remember that. Mm -hmm. And if, if you, uh, I can't say I'm 100% all the time, 
good with all that. I, I can't say that. Sometimes things happen, but um, but usually he'll, he'll show you or tell you things that will be beneficial in the day or bring people into your path. And you got to be open to it at any mm -hmm. point. I mean, I've seen all kinds of different things with people. Uh, I've been there at that very moment, and I know it's a God moment. And but you got to be open to listening, or otherwise, if you're doing talking and, and you're running, you're never going to catch up. So, if you're listening, this was not planned, but what you just said is, I actually think one of the most important tools to be mobilized for the mission. We made a note we might talk about, and I shared it with you. Um, what it looks like to be mobilized for the mission. But I think you just hit on the major way how individually we can be mobilized is we've got to be listening to the Spirit on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. If I'm inviting the Spirit to speak to me in, in, in the Word, but even throughout the day, like you're talking about, He'll speak to you. He may prompt your heart and say, hey, that person right there needs a hug. Uh, you may not know him and say, you know what? I feel like you may think this is weird. I was just kind of praying that, Lord, I just felt like you were... You needed a hug, and all of a sudden this guy just weeps, and he's like, oh, I haven't had a hug in 10 years or mm -hmm. something. Or or it may be as simple as, hey, this person needs some peanut butter crackers. And you say, hey, I just felt like Jesus wanted you to know he sees you, and here's some peanut butter crackers. It could be the smallest thing. It may be one word you say, mm -hmm. maybe a scripture. But as we are spending time with Jesus, intentional time, sure. and then inviting the Spirit into everyday life and listening for that, that, that right there is what's going to have us, what you're talking about. And and there may be the days that you don't do that well. There's days that maybe I don't do that well too, right? right? right. But that doesn't mean you beat yourself up. Actually, more so, you say, hey, Jesus, I'm sorry I didn't do great at listening to you today. Mm -hmm. Spirit, I'm open to listen tomorrow, however you want to speak to me. And and all of us, if I can guarantee you, if all of our people moved in that direction in everyday life True. and responded when the Spirit prompted them in everyday life with co-workers, with family members, the kingdom of God would be different. Not just everyone in our church. If, if the church universal steps into that more, the world, lookout world, Jesus is coming sure. like crazy at that point. We, we do want you to, to know, though, also that um, wherever you're at, you know, if you're having a real hard time, just start off small if you have to and continue to work at it. It's not like you have to fit in anybody's program of uh, however you're studying and listening and just time you spend with God or how much music you listen to. But I can guarantee you the the more you stretch yourself that way, the Satan's going to be right there wanting to find something to come, in, come into your path where it's going to you know, distract you, whether it's your children crying or the phone rings or whatever. Uh, you just have to know those things are going to come and to kind of plan some things. But sometimes you just have to let the spirit move and things might work out totally different than you figured for that morning. And and then you see the reason why down the road. Or, or that evening or yeah. wherever it is for just you, Just be in right? good faith and, mm -hmm. and just keep after it. And if you mess up, and I've messed up a lot of times in my life, uh, just get, get right back on mm -hmm. and stop. Uh, don't stop trying and don't, because hmm. he's, he's there always waiting. And it'll be worth it. It's well, worth it. Alan, thanks for joining us today. For those listening, thank you for joining us uh, online or wherever you're at right now. I had one thing on my spirit. I just felt from the Lord as you were talking. I think someone listening right now 
feels like they're supposed to do a very specific thing in this moment. And they're asking, ah, that can't be right. I don't, I don't think that's Jesus. I think it's a small thing. I want to be more specific. I don't, I don't think it's some big life change thing. I think it's a very small thing right now with a, a person that you are going to interact with. I'm not sure the specifics. And I think that Jesus is saying, yes, just respond, whatever that looks like for you. So whoever that is, hopefully you respond. If you do, please reach out to us. I'd love to hear how that goes, whatever sure. that is. And uh, I'd love to share that with Alan, too. And uh, yeah. um, But anyways, well, God bless you guys, and we'll check in with you next week. All right. Thanks. Here at Westland Free Methodist Church, we are led by the Spirit, rooted in the Word, mobilized for the mission, committed to our neighbors, and bonded through holy friendship. If you have questions about Jesus or our community of faith, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to get in touch with you. For everyone else here, we reiterate the same thing that Jesus told his disciples. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, this world needs you. You are sent.